0: Hello everyone and welcome back to SGTV. So today we're going to be talking to you about becoming an electrician from the army. So often when we've talked about roots into the industry, it's usually one of three methods. It's usually an apprenticeship, a college course where you do your NVQs, or sometimes it can be an intensive training course. We don't tend to hear any other methods really. Um, but today we are joined by Tristan Rycroft from TR Electrical. So Tristan, it's, it's great to have you on the show. Um, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Good, good. Um, so you first came onto our radar in, I think, 2018. You won um, our apprentice, no, it's not apprentice, sorry, um, our install competition. Yes, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know what that is, um, basically, on a monthly basis, we do an install competition. So you send in your... Best install picks, neat picks using our products, and you can be in for a chance to win a two hundred pound, um, two hundred pounds worth of Skolmore stock. Um, so, if anyone's interested in getting involved with that, please do tag us on social media. Um, anyway, we'll get back to Tristan. Sorry to leave you there, Tristan. Um, Sorry, no worries. So, so you you became an electrician in the army. Is that correct? Yeah. So,
1: um, I I always wanted to join the the armed forces um, from a a young age to be honest um and joined the army at 16 straight from school um and when you join at that age you you have to go in as an apprentice um they like to obviously mold you as um the the senior ncos of the future um so yeah when went into a careers office um and decided i was going to join join the army and they gave me the options i joined the royal engineers um, and based on your predicted GCSE grades and your um, entry exams that you do for the army, um, they gave me a list of trades to, to choose from. So uh, electrician kind of sounded the best. Um, I didn't really have any any um, thoughts about being an electrician before that. Um, so, yeah, it's just kind of come about
0: that way, really. Is it just, this might be a silly question for any other serviceman, but is it just the engineers that offer trades qualifications
1: no so I could have joined the, uh, the REME or the Royal Signals um, but the Royal Engineers just sounded the most interesting to me um, not just through being a tradesman but the other parts of the the, the jobs that we do as well um, in, the, in the in the engineers so
0: yeah and how so so when you joined the army at 16 how long did it take you to to, to qualify as an electrician uh, so when I
1: first joined in, um, when you go in as an apprentice, your basic training is a lot longer than a standard soldier. Um, so I actually do nine months basic training because the idea of the apprenticeship scheme in the army is, is you are going to be the senior um, senior NCOs and, and future officers of, of the Corps. Um, so it's a lot more intensive with your basic training. Um, you go a lot more in-depth than the standard route as an adult entrant. Um, so, yeah, nine months basic training. Then I do. Then you've done uh, three months of um, our combat engineer training, which is the other side of the Royal Engineers that people probably know a bit more, um, which is the bridge building and the mine laying, the mine clearance, all of that sort of side of things. Um, and then you go on to your trade training and depending on what trade you're, you've chosen and what trade you're going into um depends on how long long the course is then from there Um, and it's split into uh two sections um so you do your first section which for an electrician was 11 and a half months then you go away to your unit um and get experience and then you go back and and finish the course off um which is a further nine months i think it was um, after that
0: so when you're doing that kind of training, you've you've done your basic training, you're then going on to your electrician's training. I'm assuming you've you're also being given all sorts of other training and your physical drills, that kind of thing. So yeah, yeah, that's so surely going to be difficult, not only physically but mentally, to take that all in. I mean, I know from having spoken to to most people in the industry when when they're actively wanting and trying to learn, it's a lot to take in. It is, yeah it's it's very
1: intensive I mean it's the the first half of it is kind of 11 months pretty much pure classroom work um, there's not a lot of actual practical work you gain that experience when you go out to a unit um, so yeah it's kind of 11 months in the classroom eight eight in the morning until um, kind of half five, six o'clock at night. And then you're expected to kind of go away and do your other side of kind of all your soldiering skills as well. So um, all your physical training and everything else w- with it. It's uh, yeah, it's it's pretty, pretty full on and, and intense.
0: Do you mind me asking about the, the, the cost of training? Because obviously if you're um, going to college, especially when you're over a certain age and things like that, or doing courses, you ha- you have to pay pay. Um, but if you're in the army, is that included in?
1: Yeah, no. So it doesn't cost you anything. Um, you you're expected to sign on. So when you first join the army, you you it used to be that you would sign up for twelve years, but um, when I joined, it was three years. But you then also sign a further agreement to say you're not going to leave for another certain amount of years. So um, my for for the courses I've done, it was another three years. So basically, you say that you're not going to leave the army for for another three years on top of that um, just to try and obviously entice you to stay I guess and and they know they're not wasting money on the on the training. So you're almost earning
0: that debt off in a way? Yeah
1: basically yeah
0: yeah. So what sort of work did you do because you know when, when you saw, I know where you are now you're, you're a self-employed electrician you're doing—is it domestic, commercial, that kind of thing?
1: Yeah, we do probably about eighty-five percent domestic work. Um, we do a lot of kitchens, bathrooms, um, obviously, kind of all the the usual stuff, uh, rewires, and the list goes on. Um, we we do look after a couple of hotels and restaurants locally to us, um, and a couple of factories as well. So it's a a, a reasonably broad. Spectrum of what we do, um, but yeah, most of it is domestic. Whereas in the army, it was
0: kind of completely different. It was mostly industrial stuff that I done in the army. What what, what kind of stuff exactly? Because you know, for for someone like me who's only had experience with electricians who were wiring houses and hotels and agricultural equipment, surely the work you're doing in the army is going to be completely different.
1: Yeah, it is. So um, unfortunately, when when I was in, I don't know if it's changed now, but um, you only really got to use your trade when we went on tour abroad. Um, I mean, even in our own our own bases in this country, they get outside contractors in to do the work and stuff, which seems a little bit weird. But uh, it's the way the army was set up at the time. Um, so yeah, it, it was only when we we went on tour. Um, it was literally anything from setting up new accommodation units um, for for our own troops, um, through to building hangars for for the RAF. Um, got involved in all that sort of side of stuff as well, um, and a little bit of the the old um, kind of peacekeeping side of things with um, rebuilding the local infrastructure and um, kind of helping helping get schools up and running and stuff like that as well. So
0: yeah. How how different does your knowledge have to be for that? Because wiring regs that you might have been taught in the army for, for this country, I imagine they're going to be completely different for, say, infrastructure in a, in a foreign country.
1: Yeah, so we always worked to the British regulations um, when we were abroad, even kind of whatever country we were in, because it was always classed as a British bit of land. So rather than us having to have an in-depth knowledge of every country we were going to, it was just always set up that we were working to the british regs and so yeah it, it made it a damn sight easier um to the point where some of the accommodations we units we were we were getting they were um italian they would turn up all the italian wiring and plugs and everything else we were stripping them all out and redoing them all for our standards so uh yeah it was uh, very varied and, and interesting
0: did you get to, to visit some interesting countries was a good good amount
1: interesting one way of uh, of saying yeah I went to um, to both Bosnia and Kosovo Um, so yeah that was different it was a bit of an eye-opener especially at such a young age it's um, yeah a a lot to take in sometimes.
0: Would you looking back now that you're an electrician doing that as your trade would you look back and wish you would have not done the army and perhaps become an apprentice and gone that route.
1: No, not at all, not at all. I, I mean, I always say if I could go back and and do it again, I would join the army in a heartbeat. I don't regret it for one minute. It was a, a brilliant standing in um, and kind of a way to steer me in my life. And it was it was something I always wanted to do. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't regret it for one minute. And if if someone's Thinking of that as an option for their for their future at a young age, then 100% go for it. The world's completely different now to when I was serving kind of 20 years ago, but it's still a great a great job to go go through an experience in life and and the benefits and the 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 possibilities that it opens up for you. Just yeah, it's 100%. I'd recommend it.
0: A lot of people I know that have been in the services or even people who know people have been in services, they're always commenting on how regimented and disciplined they are. Do you find that that has impacted the way you work now you're a civilian, so to speak?
1: Yeah, I think so. It definitely, um, it, it mold, especially at the age I joined, I was quite young, so it, it moulds you into a certain type of person. Um, and yeah, I think so. It definitely, it definitely It definitely teaches you to be very organized in in life and um kind of not necessarily stick to routines all the time but you've definitely always got certain ways of doing it and I think it, um yeah it's <laughs> a certain way of of being in life definitely.
0: Do you, do you think the work you, you did in the army um and not not from a, a mental point of view but the actual physical in-depth work do you think that's prepared you for the work you do now or was there a time where you had to think right i need to brush up on regs the type of work that i'm going to be getting into
1: yeah it because i didn't do a vast amount of domestic work when i was in the army that side of it to me was completely um completely alien i mean i i don't think i even saw twin and earth cable until after i left the army and i joined joined the company i went to to work for after the army so that was a little bit a little bit alien and it was kind of like a whole new set of regulations all over again um so yeah it was um i don't know yeah it it was almost like chalk and cheese to be honest with the differences between the between the two
0: i suppose like like you say it gives you the confidence to sort of come out and think, right, I'm going to do this anyway. Um, And you've you've got to find your feet anyway and having the confidence behind you to do that is what you need, I suppose.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, I was quite lucky when I left the army that I joined a a good company that were, they were always taking on apprentices and, and adult trainees and they knew how to kind of nurture people and steer people in the right direction. So it was it, it wasn't like I was just leaving the army and just jumping into the complete unknown. I was um, I was quite lucky to to go and work for them at the time I did because it, they, they helped kind of steer me in the right direction. I've, I've gone now with my career and everything.
0: So, so how long was you in the army then? And then you've gone to to work for a company from from there. Yeah, so I,
1: I, um, I'd done just under six years in the army in total, um, including all my basic training and everything else. Um, and then from leaving them, I joined a, a local company in Torquay um, in Devon um, and was with them for about 10 years. Um, yeah, so quite a long time before I decided to, to leave and set up on my own. And uh, yeah, it's been 10 years now on my own as well. So.
0: Was, it, was it difficult to go from army to civvy street working for a company?
1: yeah the, the the way of life and the routine of life is is different and it's it's what a lot of x-forces people struggle with when they're they're, they're making the, the adaption to civvy life it's um things are different people are used to to having things done for them to a certain extent in the army um but also being that person who can think in certain situations and <clears throat> think for themselves and everything it's it's not always the way when you're in civvy street it's uh it is a big a a big kind of step to take and i think without having that job offer to go to i don't think i necessarily would have left the army at the time i did that's for sure
0: would you recommend other people um let's say for example there's a a young young person who's who wants to become an electrician but they might not necessarily know how to go about it would you i I know it could be quite a drastic way of doing it but would you use that as a recommendation rather than going down the traditional methods say why don't you try doing it through the army yeah totally
1: totally I mean I've, I've met various people over the years since I've since I've left the forces and kind of all my sons joining my daughter's joining and that sort of thing and I'm, I'm I'm always encouraging for them and and yeah tell them to go for it it is a completely different route um, people I mean it wouldn't even necessarily be on my mind if I hadn't done it but you can gain a trade like that through the forces people don't don't think that that's even possible so yeah it's, it is a completely different route to the standard apprenticeship or adult trainee route but 100 go for it if, if you're struggling to find a, a, a job or a, a company to take you on consider the forces definitely
0: yeah well uh, one thing we hear quite a lot of um, especially young people at the age of 16 they're fresh out of school they don't know what they want to do and I know a lot of people are in that position so like you say maybe yeah. maybe going Go through that, that route, route is, is a good, good good way of sort of exploring those avenues.
1: Yeah definitely I mean I was quite lucky I, I knew from a young age that I wanted to join the armed forces um, it was the RAF at first I, I had a, a massive thing about fast jet planes and thought and that was the life it was only that I went um, when I done my work experience through school, the RAF didn't offer any placements and I happened to join to go with the, the Devon and Dorset Regiment um, local to me. Um, and and that was it. I came back from that and it was no 100 percent. I'm going to join the army. This is this is the role I want to do. This is the life. And and went from there. So, yeah, it's um, I mean, they, they, they're great employers. It's a great lifestyle, especially if you are young and you don't know what you want to do with, with your life. Go
0: for it. Were there many other trades sort of on offer to you once you joined in? Yeah. So uh,
1: the the trades I was offered were either an electrician, um, uh, a fitter, which is a mechanic, basically, um, or uh, a marine engineer. Um, Never really had a great interest in vehicles when I was growing up. um, So I ruled that one out. Um, and I got seasick so I didn't really want to be a marine engineer because a lot of the time you are attached to the navy um, so I kind of ruled that one out so but I mean in terms of other trades yeah I mean there's brickies plumbers um, chippies I mean you name it even blacksmiths when I when I joined blacksmithing was it was an option um, I don't know if it still is but yeah you name a trade and, and the army will more than likely offer it as a as a career path definitely
0: so when, you, when you're in there and you're being taught, would the, the, the teachers or tutors, um, are they army-based or would they bring in external tutors to teach electronics?
1: Uh, yeah, so the actual tutors were civvies, um, normally kind of poached. They, they try and get the best of the best if they can. So, I mean, they'll search all over the country for, for, for people they think will be the right tutors um but then there's also your um your army side of it as well to to keep the 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 discipline and everything else so um yeah we had a a company sergeant and the the, the regimental sergeant major and all that side of thing was was still there as well so it wasn't like you would just go into a civilian college it was 100 it was a military college Um, and yeah so but the, the the tutors primarily were were civilians
0: okay were, th- were there any positive stories that you've taken from the army that really stand out for you where like you say you might be on um, a peacekeeping miss- uh, mission where you've helped someone anything that really sort of stands out
1: um yeah Kosovo was probably um one of the best where we we got to help rebuild a local school and, and got them back on their their feet um it was uh, yeah, seeing all those young kids and the, the enjoyment on their, their faces and knowing that they were, they were getting to go back to school was was brilliant for us. Um, and the other one, I went to Ascension Island as well, which a lot of people have never heard of. Um, it's slap bang in the middle of the Atlantic, but about 200 miles below the equator. Um so it's hot all year round. It's brilliant. Um, went there for four weeks to build a new um, arms dump for the for the RAF because it's like the stop off for the Falkland Islands. Um, so there's a lot of weapons stored there and stuff. Um, but we finished a week early on the project, so we got to basically have a beach holiday for a week at the end of it. So that always sticks in my memory as well. Swimming with turtles and uh, wow. yeah. Just- <laughs> yeah just spending spending a bit of time at the army's expense in the sunshine was really nice yeah,
0: yeah that, that definitely sounds like one of the perks of the job <laughs> it, it, that that was the
1: positives definitely
0: so last question Tristan I have to ask any cool stories from your time in the military
1: uh yeah I think probably the best thing being in the Royal Engineers we got to play with explosives um a, a lot so we got to we got to blow things up which is kind of what you join the forces for. You get to shoot guns and, and you get to blow things up. And we literally did. We used to used to go out on demolition days and, and blow cars up and, and blow bridges up and that sort of stuff. So uh yeah, getting to do that sort of side of things was was probably the, the most fun. <laughs> the most fun you can have, especially when it's kind of uh yeah. Yeah, it doesn't cost you anything you, you you get to to go out set it up and then uh, yeah spend a few hours just blowing things up randomly it's uh, it's always good fun it does
0: sound a like lot fun to be honest <laughs> Right then and um, that's all we've got time for for today uh Tristan I want to thank you for coming on the show um anyone out there watching who wants to follow you on social media where can they find you Uh, Yeah, so they can find us on both Instagram
1: and Facebook. We are at TR Electrical with no spaces in there or anything. Um, Yeah, go give us a follow. We've got about 1,700-ish followers on on Instagram, so it'd be nice to kind of push that up a little bit if people are interested. Um, And yeah, I'll I'll, I'll give other people a follow back as well, not a problem. It's always nice to see how other other electricians and other trades are are doing their jobs and and seeing that uh, we're not the only ones who take pride in our work, definitely
0: yeah it's a good page as i said to you before um having looked through your page there's some nice neat installs on there which is very th- therapeutic to watch so uh ho- hope people do able go over to his page it is worth worth checking out thank you um, very much hope you've all found that useful anyone watching out there if uh, if you do actually have a history of being in the military and are now an electrician we'd love to hear your stories or put them in the comments below so do get in contact Also, please make sure you like, subscribe and hit the notification button below to see more videos from us here at SGTV. That's all for today. Thank you for watching.